And one of my good friends, she was about four months pregnant at that point. She goes, well, I'm running it, so you better get out there. And so, of course, there's no way I could let a pregnant lady go out and run it. And I couldn't, you know, and I wouldn't do it. This Runs Radio, episode 1036, starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is brought to you by the old consultation calls or the uh, coaching calls or the whatever you want to call them calls where I get on the phone or on Skype or on Zoom or on whatever technology is still to come uh, with you and work th- help you work through, help you get a little bit of clarity, a little bit of, of an idea of some ways to move forward in whatever situation that you're dealing with that you're struggling with a little bit. Maybe it's a, a training situation or... Uh, how to structure your training, a logistics thing, something about race strategy, maybe a niggle, an injury, uh, you know, whatever it might be. And, and over the the years that I've been doing these calls, uh, we've had a, we've had a lot of different angles that uh, you know I've I've worked with different folks on, or at least offered my thoughts. But m- more than just a general thought on the podcast or in an email or on Facebook or whatever, actually having a conversation, digging through some different options or, or looking at some different perspectives. And really coming up with what hopefully, and in at least a few cases, has been some very good, helpful advice specific to the individual who's who's you know who I'm on the phone with. So if you think that might be something that would help you in 2022 or beyond, you know, as as spring is is springing and uh, you know things are warming up and it's getting getting closer to uh, maybe your spring races or or looking all the way ahead to the fall. Uh, whatever the case might be, if that would be something that'd be useful for you, I think the cost is reasonable. Um, I think it's better than reasonable, quite, quite frankly, if I may be so bold, uh, I should probably raise the prices on it, but I'm not doing it just yet. Uh, and it's not some marketing ploy. Like I think, I think it's, I think my time is worth 25 bucks for a half an hour. Um, probably worth more than that. But again, that's another conversation for another day. If you head over to disruns.com slash consultation, all the rules are right there. And it's really simple. Like I said, it's 25 bucks. You grab a, a spot on my calendar and uh, I give you a call and hopefully give you some clarity, some help, some advice, some guidance, uh, whatever they, whatever it is you're looking for, hopefully deliver that. And then uh, it's up to you to, you know, go on and go forward and, and, and put the advice into practice and make it happen. So uh, if, you, if you're up for a call at some point, disruns.com slash consultation. And uh, if not, no worries. It, they're there when you need them. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey y'all! Uh, today's guest may be a, a familiar name to some of you because he's been pretty active in the in the Facebook group over the years, and um, I, I, I've low key been been hoping to get him on the podcast at some point, and you know, probably would have happened a lot sooner than uh, today if I you know would have just asked him directly. But one way or another, he's he's part of the Orangebud group as as well as a lot of folks that have been on the show recently, and um, he raised his hand when I was like, "Hey, anybody want to talk?" So you know, the stars are finally aligned, and and here we are. So uh, I'm I'm certainly looking forward to it, and among his many titles. Uh, he, he rates himself as husband, father, obviously a runner, 
and a cancer survivor, which is one that if you're in the Facebook group, you probably know some of some of that story. And, and I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit as we go today as well. Uh, but one way or the other, and it's it's definitely a pleasure to be able to finally uh, share a chat today with Mr. Kevin Matthewson. So, Kevin, thanks for uh, for joining us. Forgive me for not reaching out earlier, but uh, glad to finally be connected and welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Danny. My privilege to be on here and uh, glad we could connect up. And, and as much I know a couple times you put out, hey, is any tribe members want to be on? And I just never did. But I saw that orange bud and I thought, well, let's see if he wants me on. So I'm glad to glad to be on. And if I can uh, bring an encouragement to anybody through my story, then uh, then uh, more than happy to. All right. Well, looking looking forward to it. And y'all, if you're not connected with Kevin yet, uh, Kevin Matthewson is uh, the the handle on Instagram, just all one word. And, and as we discussed before we got going, the trick there is the spelling of Matthewson. Just one T. You might want to try to put two in there, like I did. Uh, but it's K-E-V-I-N-M-A-T-H-E-W-S-O-N. Kevin Matthewson on Instagram and uh, on Facebook. It's just K Matthewson if you do the whole thing that way. But obviously, if you're in the Facebook group, you can find him there and connect and be friends uh, if, if that's more your jam. If, if you want to, if you want to connect with Kevin, those are the places to do so. Uh, Dizruns.com slash 1036. Dizruns.com slash 1036. We'll get you back to the show notes for today. Links, photos, the whole nine as per usual. So, uh, Kevin, you know, you've, you've listened to the show at least once or twice. I think you, you know your way around uh, this, this introductory question, but uh, we're still going to ask it because I don't know what your answer is going to be. Maybe, maybe you've thought of it over the years. Maybe the answer has changed. I don't know. Uh, but we're going to tee it high, let it fly with the simple, simple question that we always ask. What is your favorite distance to race and why? All right. So I do have a two-part answer only because I like to run trails too. And I think my answer, depending on the, uh, my answer is different depending on the surface. So if I'm going trails, which is kind of my jam, I'm going to say 50K. Uh, I love that distance. It's uh, at, at this point in my running career and training, I can kind of feel I can jump into one of those. Not saying I'm going to perform well, not saying I'm not going to suffer, but uh, I kind of feel I'm almost ready at any point to jump in and do a 50K. It's something, if I want to race it, I can race it hard and and do that. But, you know, if you just want to go out and enjoy the trails and enjoy the scenery and and company, uh, take your time. And and usually there's no danger of cutoffs. And again, in some of the longer alters I've done, and sometimes I'm pushing up against cutoffs, and I usually have to worry about that in a 50K. Now, if I'm going roads, I'm going to have to say this might sound, I don't know if anybody's ever given this answer, but I'm going to say a 15K. Mm. All right, I love that distance. Um, I, something about that nine mile, it's fast, it's fun, but it's a little bit longer. It gets into the endurance stuff. I've actually, I know a lot of people say halves. I've never run a road half. Okay. I've got my first one coming up here in, in a couple, in a few weeks in April. So I can't really compare uh, all my halves have been on trail, but uh, I've done a number of 15Ks. There's a local one here in, in uh, central Illinois where I'm at, and, and I've had lots of fun at that race. So so kind of depending on surface. If it's road, I'll go shorter. Uh, if it's trail, I like to go longer. Gotcha, gotcha. As, and as is often the case, so many so many layers to the answer. So many so many questions. I I, I feel like you know I, I I could it's just a scratch with with follow up questions. <laughs> um, you might be right. I think the 15K, I don't know that we've had too many uh, answers. We had, a, we had a handful of 10 miles, which is mm-hmm. ballpark. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that I've, I'm sure, I'm sure I've known of a 15K or two, but they're not, not they're few and far between. So it's kind of nice to have right. one of those local for you. Yeah. How'd you get started in the sport of running, Kevin? You know, she's kind of hmm. shifting gears a little bit. We'll, we'll come back yeah. to some of the other things on the, some of the ultra stuff and trail stuff that you talked yeah. about. But how'd you get no, started that's... in the sport? So... 
in in some way you probably heard people have heard this type of story before. I mean, I I grew up. Uh, we're an active family. We spent a lot of time um, hiking and hunting and fishing with my dad and older brothers. And um, I actually grew up in Montana, so uh, spent a lot of time uh, in the woods and out there. I ran track in uh, junior high, uh, high school, and then on into college. I was a sprinter, actually hurdles, uh, did hurdles, and uh, uh, enjoyed that. Once college was uh, done with, and and uh, there, you know, it's it's not really something you do, you, like go run hurdles anywhere. And so, yeah, <laughs> so I didn't really run much, stayed active and, and that, but uh, just didn't really run. And then, uh, man, in, in uh, every once in a while, I would, I would maybe try. Um, and I can't say I really enjoyed it. And I kind of know why now without jumping ahead too much, I think it was everything about the whole effort, but I was, in a sprinter mindset and I just go out as hard as I could and, you know, it sucked and I wouldn't get very far. And, you know, and so I didn't really do much. And then, uh, um, what, 20 plus years later, married, had a family and, and, uh, you know, was, um, my, uh, we talked about, we'll get to my cancer stuff later. My wife's also a cancer survivor at 30. She was diagnosed with, with breast cancer. And in the midst of that, I was like, man, I probably should take a little bit ca- better care of myself and, and thought about running and tried it for a little bit, didn't really work. And then I picked up mountain biking and thought that was going to be a good fit and, and, um, kind of had some, um, end up with a back issue and, and had some struggles on the bike. And in the midst of that, um, at the work I was at then we had, I had a bunch of coworkers that were runners and, and, um, actually had a, uh, uh, local 10k coming up and a bunch of them were signing up and they're trying to convince me to run and it's kind of run. I don't want to do this. And, you know, it's, I'm 10k, six miles, no way. And, and one of my good friends, she was about four months pregnant at that point. She goes, well, I'm running it. So you better get out there. And so of course there's no way I could let a pregnant lady go out and run it. And I couldn't, you know, and I wouldn't do it. So I decided with about, uh, I think it's 10 days ago before the race, I signed up and I thought, well, actually, before that, I said, okay, I'm going to go out. If I can't complete six miles, I'm not going to sign up for this race. So um, I went to a local park, kind of had a secluded path, and I ran, walked, and I think crawled baby part of it. At least it felt like I got six miles done. I thought, okay, I can do six miles. So I signed up. And, you know, again, this is, you know, as a coach, you probably should put a disclaimer. This is not how you start <laughs> running. I jumped from zero to six miles. And then I just, I pretty much did, um, three to six miles every day, um, leading up to the, um, a couple of days off, but leading up to the race. And then I ran that 10 K, uh, and, uh, that was, man, that was what August of, uh, or September of 2015, I think. And, uh, I had a blast doing it. And, uh, one of my other coworkers ran with me, he paced me and he's a, he's an ultra guy. And that's the story. Then he got me into ultra running. And so literally 30 days later, I jumped in on an ultra. He was running a hundred miler in a local race and he wanted me to come pace him. And so I signed up for the, the 30 mile, uh, it was a, it's a 10 mile loop and he was doing, and so, um, I went from zero to 50 K in a little over a month. And so the whole 10% thing doesn't really, <laughs> you know, I skipped all that in so many ways and I don't know how I got away with it, but, but be, that was, uh, that's kind of, it was, it was jumping in with both feet and, 
I really learned to love it. And at, at that point, I, I kind of learned like, oh, if I run slow, I can go farther. The whole slow down to, you know, um, the, the endurance thing kind of mind shift from, hey, I'm a sprinter. I'm just going to go out as fast as I can and and slowed down and began to enjoy it and and uh, was hooked at that point and got hooked on the, the trails and ultra thing. And it's uh, haven't looked back since. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, there's something about, you know, not feeling like you're, you're, uh, you know, I don't want to say dying because it's not necessarily like that, but right. just hammering, you know, all the time, yeah. um, and hurting as a result of it all the time kind of does make it a little bit more enjoyable when you can just get mm-hmm. out there and cruise and, and have a good time and, you know, actually feel like you didn't get, uh, run yeah. over the next day. Yeah. I, I just had no concept of training and in spite of, you know, I, I mean, my track background, but that was very specific to sprint events and that. So I just had no idea. You know, I, I, I love, I enjoyed, I watch running in the Olympics and on TV and, you know, I knew all the stuff, but I just didn't really have any concept. And so it's like, I didn't know what to do. So it's like, I'm going to go see if I can run that distance. And it's like, Oh, cool. I can push my body to this and kept pushing it farther and farther. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm going to go back to that, that, uh, first little bit before the, the 10k where you were running kind of every day, three to six miles, whatever the case, the case might be. Um, I have to feel like that, that must've been, um, I, I don't know exactly what the right word is, but, but maybe eye opening isn't quite capturing what I'm trying to say, but just like the difference from what you had experienced running track to like doing that, but, but doing it every day. I, I feel like mm-hmm. there had, would have had to been some, um, like, like, I don't know. Like for me, I, I guess I can only speak from, from my experience, but like, you know, my early days, like that was, that, there's no way, there's no way that I could have figured out how to run like that every day for a couple few weeks leading up to this, this race. Um, was it, was it a struggle? Did it go easier than, than you would have expected? And obviously now we got hindsight is 2020 and maybe some rose colored glasses. But if you can, if you can remember back a little bit to those, those, you know, first couple weeks, like, was it, was it as much of a struggle as I feel like it had to have been in my mind? Yeah, I, I don't think it was. Uh, you know, I got a preface. I wasn't, I wasn't a couch potato. I wasn't necessarily out of shape or overweight or anything like that. So, it was just a matter of kind of, I think, a mental of, of figuring out the, you know, turning on that kind of that endurance aspect of that mentality of slowing down and, and it was, you know, I saw slow improvement over over the time. Um, I think it was 10 days literally is, is what it was. And I, there was a couple of days in there. I didn't, you know, I didn't run, but I I'd go out most mornings to the same park and just kind of had a, a path there and grass and in the woods. So nobody could see me. And that was kind of the reason why I knew it. I was going slow, but there was some, you know, I did some walking, but I it just kind of, I think every day I just tried to go a little bit farther running before I had to walk for a little bit and, and just kind of push that way. And, yeah, I mean, and, and it works. And, and and one thing that that I think is easy to maybe lose sight of sometimes for those of us that have been running for for a long period of time, because it, after a while the the progress is very much incremental. Right. Um. But when you're when you're that new to kind of that style of running, um, and like you said, you've got some fitness and you've got some base underneath you, whether you kind of realize it at the time or not. But certainly mountain biking, that that's that's a pretty good activity to build some some fitness as well. Like it it does kind of make sense that you're going to see a little bit of progress every day. You're going to go a little bit farther. You're going to walk a little bit less. Maybe the speed mm. ticks up a little bit. Um, and, and yeah, with, with a, with a looming deadline of 10 days away, like 
yeah, I guess you just kind of, you know, get through it and, and get ready for this race. And, and that makes sense. You know, even if you don't know what you're supposed to do, like, like that's as good as anything for, for 10 days crash course into how to run a 10 K. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it was just, it was more, you know, they talk about me- running being mental and the, mm-hmm. the aspect and, and that's what it was. It was just determining that I could do it. And I think that first, once I got through that first one where I like, Hey, I completed the six mile distance and I've covered that distance in hikes and you know, right. things like that. So it wasn't like it wasn't, you know, I've never gone be around the, beyond the block or something like that. I, but once, you know, Hey, I can run or, you know, at least cover that with some run walk and, you know, and then in the actual race, then I ran the whole distance and, and not, you know, had no, no issues, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, um, it was kind of cool once that first one. It's like, I can do this and, and conquered that. And then from there it was, I wasn't worried about the race or the distance. It was just like, I'm just going to keep running and see if I can get better. And had I known a little bit more about training, I probably could have, you know, dialed something. Well, I don't know, in 10 days, maybe right. nothing, yeah. but you know, <laughs> then it was just run, run, run. And okay. It is. So, so I can, I can, I can wrap my head around that, you know, and, and like you said, it, it wasn't completely foreign. You'd done high, like, like six and, and, you know, even to, and maybe this is me just not being able to wrap my head around being a non-runner again, but like six miles, like it might be a lot, but it's doable. But 30 miles a month later, yeah, that's, that's a little harder. There's a few more mental gymnastics. I feel like that have to happen in order to get that done. Although maybe there's something along the lines of depending on how it shook out with your friend, like if he's, if, if, if it's his last 30 miles, maybe there's more walking and hiking than there is running. I don't know. But like, like I still couldn't even, I don't think imagine going, yeah, sure. You know, I just, I just picked this thing up, you know, 10, 15 days ago. Like, sure. I'll come and do 30 miles with you. Like, like how did that decision come about to be made? Yeah. I'm, I, I still don't know. Um, <laughs> there's got to, there's definitely some crazy involved. Yeah. I mean, the whole discussion was around the time of, he goes, hey, if you're going to sign up, if you can do six miles, you're going to sign up for this. Come do a loop with me and, and 10 miles pace me. And, and then we got talking. I don't even know where – I don't know if it – who where it came from that <laughs> I should just – maybe I could do 30. He says, why don't you just sign up for the 30 if you can – you know, then if you stick with me for that long and then you get, you know, you get a, a medal from it or I can't remember what the – I think I got an engraved brick. So um, – but – and then it – kind of devolved. I didn't actually run with him then. We never, cause the hundred miles started early in the morning and then this was a little bit later and we'd kind of planned to like, if I could hook up and we never, <laughs> so I just was out there on my own, no idea what I was doing. And again, the whole mind over matter, it was just like, I pushed through it and I, you know, I still remember distinctly, even when I go out and run that course, I know exactly where it was when I hit 26.2 miles and, and looking at my watch and realizing, holy crap, I've just ran, not run, but you know, I've just covered a marathon <laughs> distance, you know, and, and to think I had just done that. And, and, and probably the last, you know, the last 10 miles was mostly walking and I was in significant amount of pain, but I'm stubborn enough. I wasn't going to stop. And, and I knew nothing was, you know, there was no injuries. It was just, you know, muscle pain and, and there was some foot you know, that was my other unwritten rules of running. I ran in shoes. I don't, I hadn't run before. So, you know, <laughs> bought a pair of trail shoes. We like two weeks out and that was, I think I'd got maybe one three or four mile run in them. And so, you know, my feet suffered a little bit. I know so much more now how I would, you know, what I need for shoes and all that stuff. But yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was 
dumb in a way, but I'm glad I did it. And it was just, it, it just showed me the kind of our bodies are capable of much more than we give them credit for. And not that, you know, stuff is going to be easy, but on paper that shouldn't have, you know, been possible. I just did it and I, I pushed through it and it was, it was slow, but I wasn't last, um, you know, and, and, uh, not that anything would have been wrong with that, but I'm just saying, it was like, I, there's more in that, in that tank and, and it's just a matter of pushing through it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting how, maybe not interesting is the right way, but, but it's, it's, it's a good reminder sometimes that when you don't know what you don't know, sometimes you're able to actually do more than, than what you might quote unquote should be able to do. Um, and I just, I, I feel that sometimes, and this is certainly something I do for myself where it's like, oh, you know, I can't make a jump from X to Y because it's just too much when mm-hmm. maybe I could, but my mind gets in the way and tells me I can't and, and, and who knows. And so, yeah, you just, you didn't know what you didn't know. You didn't know about, you know, don't wear, you know, get some shoes, break them in, blah, 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 blah. But like it worked and, and you're right. Our bodies are, are capable of a lot when we, um, you know, if you don't ask too much all the time, but here and there, like they can do pretty, uh, pretty incredible things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, um, was definitely encouraging, um, to, to know that. And, you know, I could do that. And I've never done anything quite that crazy since then. I've, I've been more moderate, uh, with my approach to things, but, you know, I I think sometimes, especially for, you know, new runners or people just go for it. I mean, just do something and, and, uh, you know, it'll, it'll come and, and, uh, um, don't sell yourself short with, with what you're capable of. Yeah. Yeah. And, And of course the, 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 ever-present disclaimer that crazy is in the in the eye of beholder so maybe you have done some other crazy things to just yeah. not as crazy to to you but correct um you know after a whirlwind you know month ish of not doing much running to all of a sudden running running 30 miles um what did running like at that point was running like it's it's gotcha and i really like this and this is something i want to do more of was, was there a little bit of a cooling off period like how did how did kind of things go forward after that first 30 miler Oh no, I was, I was ready to run more. I mean, it, it was so, that was so cool. Um, just the, and I think it was one, it was the trails being outside. It was like, this is so cool. This is so fun. And, and the real, you know, it was a little more relaxed. Anybody who's run trails, the, the pace changes a little bit. Walking's actually acceptable. Um, right. you have to, and even on this course, there were certain hills that just weren't runnable. So you had to almost scramble up and, um, but then just the environment of, of, of the people there and, and the encouragement and, you know, people I didn't know and, and conversations on the trail and, and, um, you know, finishing and people I had no idea when I'm finishing. I mean, I, I know that road race people are cheering too, but I mean, there's something that's was, was a little more intimate. There's just smaller groups and people cheering for you and, and, uh, you know, the race directors, there talking to you and, and congratulating you and handing you your, you know, your brick. And I, it was, it was just such a cool community as is as much as what I think drew me in, but I love the running part. It's like, I can do better. Like once I do something, I want to do it again because I know there's something I can improve on. And obviously being the first one and so new at this, I had a long ways to go, but uh, but it was it was definitely like I, I'm hooked into this and and uh, trail and, and ultra stuff is going to be my jam. So that was <laughs> I decided it right then and there. How long did it take you to jump into another race? Was it was it relatively quick or did you you pace yourself a little bit on that? Yeah. So 
my my next one was let's see that was in that was an October race and my next one was in March I signed up for another one at end of March and and did another uh, thirty miler here in in Illinois. Yeah, well that's th- there you go you, you learn from your I don't want to say from your mistakes but like maybe don't sign up for you know these big races right back to back and and you know spread it out train a little bit uh, I have to imagine that that one with the benefit of experience and also maybe a little bit more training over that six inch, six inch month window in between, uh, went better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I could actually walk the next day after that. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, that definitely uh, knocked a whole bunch of time off. Just was trained, knew what I was doing from, um, you know, from uh, aid stations and, and nutrition and, and, uh, um, that was actually my first one with uh, orange mud. That's how I got hooked up. I was after that first one I ran. It's like, I got to figure something out. And I went online. It's like, oh, orange mud, cool products. And so I bought one of their um, packs, the Hydra Quiver, and and wore that. And that was that was like game changer, too, just to have that figured out and, and, and obviously trained and put in some longer runs. And, yeah, so the second one went significantly better. And... Uh, uh, definitely was, was an improvement. And, and, uh, then I just kept signing up every few months. Seemed like I had another one in on the, uh, ready to go. So, yeah, that's, that is, uh, the, the, the nature of the beast is once, once you start down this, this rabbit, rabbit hole or r- rabbit trail, or just the, the trail in general, uh, the, the races start coming out of the woodwork and, and there's always, always options. Um, you mentioned in the, in the intro and kind of the, the, the little bit of, of, you know, the 50 K being a, a, a great race in the distance that you really, one of the distances you really enjoy that, uh, you bumped up into some, some, you know, cutoffs and time restraints for some of the longer distance. What, what you know, what's, what's your, uh, peak? What, how, how long have you gotten on some of these, these trail races? Yeah. So my longest was in 2018, I did a hundred miler, um, at tunnel Hill, which is in Southern Illinois. Uh, so, uh, that was, that's been my longest to date. Uh, I've had several, uh, fifties in there, um, to never really had an issue with like danger of, of, of cutoff, but you know, you get in that 50 and hundred, there's not a lot of, you can't be too lax on, you know, gotta be manage those aid stations well, and, and there's no time to, to mess around too much, but, but they were, they were all comfortable finishes as far as time. But yeah, so I got out to that hundred and, and, uh, um, that was, uh, that was quite the experience. That was a very emotional finish. I mean, again, almost inconceivable to think that I could have covered that distance, uh, on my feet in that amount of time or all you know, in one shot and in some, pretty cold conditions at times and, and stuff, but, uh, that was, that was pretty amazing. Um, just a, a real feel good, feel good moment for that. I may do another one. <laughs> My wife says no. Um, so I have to respect that. She's okay with me, uh, doing uh, the 50 miles, but I, I, I was messed up for a little bit after that one. So that was pretty hard on the legs. Um, but you know, we'll see, maybe I can convince her one of these days. Let me have another crack at a hundred. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, um, you, you, you know, by now, I think if you've listened to enough episodes, you can't just tease me with my legs were kind of messed up and, and there was some recovery afterwards and things like that, that I'm going to just let it go. So yeah. uh, I, I feel like it's, it has to somewhat go without saying that like on our miles, like that's tough. No matter how fast, how much walking, whatever, like you're on your feet for that long, you're covering that amount of distance all in, in relatively one shot. Like that's, that's going to take its toll on the body. 
Um, but but what uh, what was going on with you post uh, post Tunnel Hill a uh, handful of years ago? Yeah, it was it was mostly just I couldn't I, I couldn't walk very well. You know, it, it, it was really that it was just extreme you know, DOMS, the, the delayed onset muscle soreness and, and nothing. I mean, there's no injury or anything. I was just so, I hobbled around for, you know, it was, I don't know, it was three, four days before I actually felt I could even walk that nobody would notice that there was, (laughs) that there was nothing wrong. So, you know, I did have, yeah, I I had some calf pain in that and, and it was, it was what it was. So no, again, nothing, Extreme. I think it was more the length of time, and I was kind of useless around how the home, you know, and doing chores and stuff. Could even make it down the stairs, you know, for a couple of days. But you know, so yeah, that was it. Was it was just it was tough. Yeah, it was you know you you push through. That's it's not really something you can't you know, especially your first time. You've never covered that distance before. You can't. You don't even train to that distance and. I think my longest training run, well, I had done, I had done a 50 miler in the spring and then, um, uh, about two months before I had raced another 50 K. Uh, but you know, otherwise longest training runs were, were right around that 30 miles leading up to that. So you're in new territory when you get out beyond 50, 60 miles, it, it just, you don't know what your body is going to do. And, and that was kind of, was a challenge. It was also kind of a cool thing. Again, every, every mile you're ticking off, it's like, wow, I've, I've gone farther than I ever have before. And, and that, so, you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen, but, uh, you push through it and suffer a little bit, but it was worth it. I, I, as, as you're saying that, I, I feel like I've kind of towed around this conversation with folks before, but I don't know that we've ever really dove into it. If it's, if we have, forgive me for forgetting. It's been, it's been a minute. Um, but I feel like I've had these conversations with folks that I'm coaching before, not with the hundred miles, but with the marathon and that, you know, maybe you train up to 20 miles, 21 miles, whatever the case might be for the marathon. And, and that first marathon, there's still, that's a good chunk of uncharted territory, mm-hmm. you know, four five, six miles, whatever. Like at that point, you're tired, you're fatigued. You've never done this before. Like a lot of room for, for doubt to creep in a lot of room for, I don't know how my body's going to respond. Um, and, and, just the thought of, like you said, you know, you've done a 50 miler, you've done a couple of 50 Ks, um, in training, but like that's 50 miles of uncharted territory on, on race day. Like how, how did you, how do you go into that? Or at least how did you go into that knowing that like, yes, mind over matter. And, and there's a lot to that, but at the same time, like that's 50 miles of, of new territory. I mean, like, you know, again, I've never done a hundred miler yet. I have no real desire at the moment to do a hundred miler. Um, but like that headspace, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know like how to, to get through that mentally. How did it, how did that play out for you? Yeah, I think going into it, well, I should say back up the year before I had, um, attempted a hundred miler and I had DNF'd at 67, I think was, I'd have to go back and look, something like that. So, so you got a little in, bit farther than 50, but still. I, yeah, I, I had, you know. Right. Um, but still, that was, so I went into this one, I was going to finish no matter what. I mean, they were going to have to, I was pretty determined <laughs> right. that it was going to take a whole lot for them, for me to not finish. You know, I was going to be smart. I'm not going to risk my life or something like right. this, but. I was going to, you know, so there, so from that, from the beginning, I I knew it wasn't an option. Um, 
And I think that's what kept me, kept me going. It's just, I knew I could do this even, you know, I, I look back at something that is okay. I've several times I pushed farther than I, you know, had ever gone. So it's like, Oh, I can do this. And it was, it, I, I was just, it was determination. I was just going to do it. Um, there was a few moments, I, I think in the previous one, the, it wasn't so much physical as it was like mental and emotional. Mm. Um, I hit a low point there, you know, it was what midnight in something like that. And, and I, I was starting to miss my family and, and things were, you know, physically I wasn't a, feeling all that great. And then the emotion, I just, I don't think I could, you know, I can't do this. And, and so that bugged me for almost a whole year. Um, and so I knew that was going to come and I knew it was like, I can't let the, I can't let the mental aspect get to me. And I knew there's going to be down stuff. And it was just, if I could just get to see the sun, you know, that's was going to be a boost. And it was, um, you know, so that overnight was really tough, especially it got down to, oh, I was man, 15 degrees, I think, um, or so overnight, I had some issues with freezing my water bottle and, and had to go a little bit longer than I wanted without, uh, any drinks because I couldn't get water and, and stuff. But, you know, it was just, I kept thinking one more step, one more, you know, just got to get to the next, road or the next aid station or whatever. And then I set my sights on the next one and, and, uh, just took little chunks and, and, uh, was waiting for the sun to come up. It warmed up a little bit. And, um, what the last little bit was, was tough. I was really tired, but yeah, it, it just, I had determined ahead of time that I was going to finish it and no matter what it took. And, and I did. And I think that's, you know, I, through the down stuff. I, I just, I knew it was coming and I just, I, I told myself, I can't let it get to me. I can't let it get to me. Um, and, uh, hang on till daylight, hang on till daylight and then it'll get a little bit easier. And it did. So. Yeah. I, I feel like that's, that's the theme I've had with, with some of these conversations or some of the coaching conversations is that man, once that, once the sun comes back up, like it just gives you just that extra little boost to, to kick it through. And you just gotta, you gotta get to the sunrise on these hundred mile races. Yep. Yeah. Um, so shifting, shifting gears a, a little bit now into, into something that we talked about a little bit in the intro and, and certainly is, is part of your story, the, the, the cancer diagnosis. And, and I feel like, and, and I, I didn't do enough research on this to know for sure, but I feel like right about the end of, of where, where does the cancer diagnosis come in post tunnel Hill? Was it, was it before yeah. that right about, I feel like in my head, they got to be pretty closely, you know, timeline wise. Yeah, they, they really were. And, and let me see before I go into this, I don't, I'm, I'm not special here. And I know there's lots of people listening have gone through as probably tougher stuff than this. And, and, uh, I'm not setting myself up to be anything that I'm not. I just, I, I, but if I can encourage somebody with this, uh, with, with what I've gone through and, and know there's hope and, and, uh, um, you know, um, through, through tough times and, and we all experience it and, and we're going to, we can, come out better on the other side. But all that to say, I had that whole summer, I had been getting some, um, I should back up too, cause this is kind of cool. Um, how running was, was all a part of this too, back in, uh, um, June, actually back in May of 2018, I had run a, uh, eight hour, uh, times race. Uh, and I was having, by the end of the day, I was having a lot of foot problems, uh, on, on, um, just top of my foot, just a lot of pain and it persisted 
uh, for the next month. So in June, I had a doctor's appointment. I went to a new doctor um, that uh, actually uh, was was just trying out a new doctor and and thought, well, I'd start with with that. And and it was a uh, uh, husband and wife, and I think saw the wife for the first time. And so I went to see my foot. And as we were talking, she was she was kind of pressing me with, with a history of, of cancer, prostate cancer in my family. My father had passed away from it. Um, and, and my grandfather also. And, and, you know, I was what, 40, 45 at the time. And she's like, I really think you gotta get, we gotta get, get you checked, at least start establishing some baselines. And, and, uh, so that test came back that it showed some elevated, um, just some, some blood work that wasn't favorable. And, and so they kind of watched me through the summer. Uh, and then I had like right after tunnel Hill, I had a biopsy done, uh, cause tunnel Hill is the beginning of November. So it was, it was like mid November. And then on, um, cause they still hadn't figured out anything and said, let's take a biopsy and see what's going on. And so on Christmas Eve, uh, of, of 2018, I, uh, is when I got the news I had cancer. So that was, you know, just a little over a month after, after tunnel Hill. So literally it came across probably the best running year of my life in tip shop shape, get that diagnosis. And then, um, and then I had uh, surgery uh, in in February then of 2019. So I was able to sneak in one more race in between. Then I did a uh, <laughs> I did a, a, a time two hour race in in January with my son um, a trail race, and it was really fun because it was like two feet of snow and it was like just dumping snow the whole race. So we had a blast. Um, but yeah, so so that came right on on the heels of Tunnel Hill and and. Uh, um, you know, it is what it is. I, I, I was, I, I, some ways I went in going into the appointment. I just, I, I knew I was going to get a, a bad diagnosis and I, I don't know why it's just, there was something there that said, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to come back as, as benign. So I was prepared for it and, and I had things to do after that. So I just didn't let it bother me. We got on with the Christmas festivities and, and, and celebrations and all that. But, uh, uh, yeah, so that was, that was the, the start of it. And, and then surgery in, in, uh, February and, and, uh, man, I remember they got me up to walk and man, I could hardly get the 10, probably the 10 yards out to the nurse's desk and back to my room. And I just kind of chuckling in my head thinking, man, three months ago, I ran a hundred miles and now I can't walk, you know, <laughs> I can't walk 30 feet kind of thing. But that was, you know, that, that came back pretty quickly as, as far as strength and stuff. Um, from, I, I think it helped going in, I was in good shape going into the surgery. Um, and, uh, that sure helped. I, I think my recovery and all that, I was off running for eight weeks, um, that they, they didn't want me to run. So, but got a lot of walking once, once I, um, once I was cleared to do that. Yeah. And, so. and, and it's, that's one of those where there's no way of knowing the alternative in that, you know, like for your, you specifically, like you were a runner coming in, you, like you said, mm-hmm. you were in all this, this high level of fitness, just run a hundred miles. Um, you know, but, but in theory, being in, in this type of shape that you were had to help make the, the recovery process go a lot smoother than, if, if in the alternative where you, you weren't in that type of, of right. physical condition, it's just that much harder for the body to bounce back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if this is a good question, a bad question somewhere in the middle. 
um, probably somewhere in the middle because, you know, this is the law of averages. <laughs> but um, what role or, or how did running help you in that recovery process? Once you got to the point where you could start running again, I feel like there was a lot of posts in the group, which was which was great. I know you had a lot of people cheering for you and, and, and sending thoughts and prayers and, and wishes your way as you were coming back. Um, but, but can you put into words or can you describe the role that running played coming back and, and in that recovery process? Yeah. So there was definitely a shift in, you know, I ran cause I like to run. Um, and then once it, all that prior, I just loved to run and it was, you know, it, it caught the bug. And then once I had that though, there was something when I, I viewed running a little bit differently as, as a little bit more of a. I mean, some healing, some um, just getting through some of the mental stuff. I began to use running more as, as um, for lack of a better term, therapy. Um, you know, I, I remember my eight-week checkup, and and so when with with the doctor and which he cleared me to run, but they had also done some further after taking uh, prostate out and the, uh, did some more. Um, testing on the tumor and, and they do some things. And, and so it showed that it was a couple of things. It was aggressive. Um, it was an aggressive form of, of, of prostate cancer and they also didn't get it all. So there was a little bit, they, they had uh, to call positive margins means just everything they took out. There wasn't a clear, like, uh, we got it all. So my, right. um, blood work hadn't come down low enough. So at that point he said, Hey, we're going to need to do more treatment or probably, uh, we'll do a radiation consult and that. So that was discouraging, but then he said, Hey, you're cleared for all activities. So uh, on the drive home, I, you know, is, is battling those two extremes like crud, you know, more treatment and they, you know, what happens? They didn't get it all. What if it, and then, but at the same time I'm free to run again. So the first thing I got home, I just ran, went in the house, um, and put on my, shorts and a t-shirt and went out and ran. Um, I think I got in, I had to go back and look, uh, I think I got in like two and a half miles, you know, at a very, very slow pace, but I was running and it felt so good. And, and then I just used that through, um, you know, through that recovery, uh, going into a head radiation later in 2019, 39 treatments. And, and I, I don't know what got in my head, but I was thinking, I just, I got to, I can't focus on that. And so I decided I'm going to run and I've never really streaked before, uh, but I was going to run every day during that treatment, including weekends in which I was off. So I ended up running, you know, for, how is it? Let's see. Cause there was a couple weekdays. It was like, I think it was 56 days uh, all said and done uh, with weekends and a couple days off that they weren't able to do treatments and that. Uh, and you know, one of the things going in, I knew that, uh, re- fatigue's a big deal with radiation and, and they say you can offset that with, uh, with exercise. I probably took it to the extreme running some longer distances, but you know, I was going to go out, I was going to run every day. It gave me, that was my focus. Like, when am I going to get my run in? So I wasn't concerned about the, the radiation treatment, which honestly radiation treatments, if anybody's had them are relatively easy, you go lay on a table and you know, they zap you with stuff. You don't feel anything. It doesn't take long, but I don't want to think about that. So it's like, when am I going to get my runs in? And and sometimes they were later nights after work. And sometimes I got them in in the morning and sometimes I just had to do some weird, um, stuff. And, and, you know, the first half was really good. I actually kept a pretty consistent schedule and, 
and even had some runs out to, um, you know, I had some double digit runs, but then I really, the fatigue really hit the second half. And, you know, um, there was days that, that a mile or two was, was about all I could take, but, um, you know, I got through it. I think I averaged like four miles a day when all was said and done. Uh, but that really, that was huge. I think in just the mental aspect of, of like focusing on the run, when am I going to get that in? I didn't think about the radiation. And then I was just grateful to be out there every time. Like, I mean, this is cool. I'm, I'm running, um, you know, feels good. I feel good. Um, you know, and, and I think too, that just being active helped, um, with, with even the healing and the, the process and, and that. And, and so, you know, that, that was kind of my, uh, um, that's how running's played. It's played a very important role, uh, since then. And, and just, you know, get me through that. And, and like I said, every, every time I'm out now, I'm just grateful for one more day to run, uh, each day, um, each day is a gift. Um, you know, it's been three years now since surgery and, and, um, two and a half since I've been considered, you know, no evidence of, of cancer detected, but, you know, I can't guarantee anything, but I'm, I don't think too much about the, you know, every six months I go in for, for more, uh, test than that. Don't think about it too much, but just enjoy, enjoy running as it is. And, and, you know, it hasn't, there's been some issues, uh, post, uh, radiation stuff. It's done some, um, you know, some damage to, uh, some of the organs, mostly my bladder and, and Hey, this is a running group. So I'll just say, I don't have the control I once did. So I have to kind of plan with even races and runs and, and how, you know, training and, and, uh, how that's going to be and try to limit some of the potentially embarrassing situations and, and that. And, and so, you know, uh, and, and if that doesn't change, that's, uh, that's fine. Hopefully that will maybe heal someday and then figure something out, but you know, it is what it is and, and, but I'm still running and, and, uh, having a blast. So, well, and, and yeah, you're, you're still running you're, and you're still here and, and, and you're, you know, at this point, you know, and hopefully for, for forever cancer free, which, yeah. you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, a few little embarrassing potential issues, like, you know, I guess that's not, not that you want those, but that's a, that's a trade-off that, that you're probably right. willing to make. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it is. And they like say that that's a, it's a minor thing in the, in the grand scheme of things. And I know people have run with, with worse issues and, and stuff. And, but man, I'm going to get out there and put one foot uh, in front of the other as, as many days as I can. And, and, you know, um, I'm so thankful for, you know, for the ability to run still, you know, I'm in good health, you know, I, I feel good. And, you know, I, I think for the most part, I've, I've bounced back to, um, you know, what, uh, um, what I've done prior and, and, um, feel pretty confident going in, into races, um, you know, just, um, you know, not just running and, and be remiss to, to not, you know, faith played a big part of that too. And, and, and no, you know, God brought healing and, and was with me that whole time. And, and, uh, you know, uh, so many runs were, were praying, you know, right. just go out in the easy pace and, and, you know, talking to God and asking, uh, just for healing, asking for strength, asking for health for my family. And like I said, my wife's had her own cancer battle and, and, uh, but man, we, you know, God's been so good to us and, and, uh, taking care of us and, you know, and, and, uh, running's been, uh, for me is, has, has been a vehicle he's used, uh, to, uh, to help me through, uh, some, what, what could have been a tough time. 
Oh, well, I'm, yeah, certainly, certainly was, a, I'm, I'm sure, a, a tough time. But yeah, you, you've, you've helped get through it. Um, and, and hopefully uh, the, the worst is behind and, and, you know, keep on keeping on here going yeah. forward. And um, as, as we're getting to the point of, of wrapping up, I, I feel like there's, there's a philosophical question in here somewhere that's, that's not on my normal list <laughs> of philosophical questions. Um, and, and maybe you've kind of already answered it a little bit, but I'll, I'll throw it back out there and, and see if it, uh, see if it takes um, but, but curious if you can kind of put into, into words or into perspective, or if you've even thought, I'm sure you've thought about it, about it at this point, but like running pre-cancer versus running today, post-cancer, um, like has, has running changed or, or is it a lot the same or kind of how, you know, can you compare and contrast those two kind of pre and post as far as how running relates to your life in, in those two windows? Yeah, it's, it's changed. Um, from just from the aspect of looking at pure running, it would have changed anyway. I'm, and I'm getting better at what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, um, you know, training better. I'm, you know, trying to, uh, I'm learning more about fueling and, you know, specific training and, and stuff. So I've gotten better from that standpoint, but yeah, I, th- I think just my, even my reason for running has, has changed. Um, you know, before, again, I had, I had fun. I loved doing it. I did it just because it was enjoyable and, and I enjoyed pushing those limits, uh, of see what I could do in those long distance races and being a little bit crazy and going out in crazy conditions and things like that. And I still like that. Uh, but like I said, it's, it's, it's definitely become more, um, again, I'll come back to that word therapy, just, just more healing, um, in in a way. And it's been something that, um, you know, when I'm doing and I know that I'm alive, uh, kind of thing, it, it's, it's that one thing that, uh, or one of the, the things that, uh, just, it gives me a little bit of hope. And, and I know there could be a number of reasons that running could be taken away from me at any time. And I, I understand that. And I'm so much more at the end of the day, I'm so much more than a runner. Uh, but you know, as long as I have it, and as long as I can go and as long as these legs will, will keep carrying me, I'm, I'm going to do it because yeah, it means I'm alive. It means I'm active and, and, uh, it just, it brings me so much joy, uh, to be out there. And even when I have to do hill repeats or things like that, it's, it's just, I, it's still, uh, there's joy there. Uh, I, I just love it. Yeah. It's, uh, as often the case, just kind of nodding along going, yep, love it. And, uh, and, and, um, like you hoping to continue to keep doing it for as long as, as long as the legs will allow, hopefully right up until it's all said and done, but yeah, uh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully for both of us, that's many, many years, many, many decades still away. But uh, y'all, if you want to continue to follow along with, with Kevin's journey and, and where he's going and things he's got going on tap and, and, you know, maybe, maybe someday can, he can convince his wife to let him have another crack at a hundred miles, <laughs> uh, Instagram at Kevin Matthewson on Facebook at uh, K Matthewson. And uh, once again, disruns.com slash 1036. I'll get you back to the show notes for today. Everything will be linked up as per usual. So, uh, Kevin, thanks for, uh, for for taking the time today. Thanks for, for being uh, a part of the group for so long and, and glad we were finally able to to connect and make it happen. And um, hopefully, you know, at some point down the road, our paths can cross. And, and whether we do this again or whether we just maybe get a, a few miles together or, or have a cup of coffee or whatever the case might be, uh, looking forward to, to continuing the relationship. But again, thanks for the, the time today, all the support over the years and, and nothing but uh, many more good miles and, and many more years of continued good health for you, my friend. 
Yeah, thank you, Danny. It's 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 been great to talk to you, and and to thank you for the podcast, for all you do for the running community and the Facebook group, and uh, it's been cool to be a part of that and and see uh, just the accomplishments of of all the uh, you know the rest of the Diz Runs tribe and and uh, the encouragement from them, be able to hopefully give encouragement and and just a great community to be a part of, and and that goes back to a lot of. Uh, to you, uh, just being the head of it and setting expectations and, and managing that. So, so grateful for that too. So thank you very much. All right, y'all. Thanks for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation between Kevin and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was your, your takeaway? What, what was the, the highlight? Something that uh, really is, is rattling around in your brain still. And maybe we'll continue to rattle around for, uh, you know, minutes, hours, maybe even days after I wrap up my rambling here that's going to go on for the next handful of minutes. Um, if you're willing to share it, I would love to hear it. But first, you know, I'm not asking you to share before I'm willing to share, of course. I'll, I'll tell you my takeaway first. And it's it's one that hits a little bit closer to home. Um, and and uh, yeah, it's, it's... And there's no major announcements or anything like that. But um, it's it's the importance I think sometimes to remember for myself and, and maybe this is for you as well um, that just because things seem like they're going well on the outside doesn't mean that there's not something that, that could be potentially bubbling under the surface speaking of course of of Kevin's cancer and and how he was running and he was training for 100 milers and things were going great and there's really no reason to think other than medical history but but from the outside looking in, there'd have been no reason to think that that his health was anything but optimal, right? And then he's in the doctor, doing some tests, figures some things out. Oh, man, cancer. And uh, I think the reason that that stands out to me is that from a running perspective, I, I talk a lot about, and I believe in, you know, preventative maintenance and taking care of things before they become big things, taking care of little things, you know, taking a day off here or there, or doing some some cross training or some foam rolling or whatever. I talk a big game and I'm starting to come around on on acting on on those impulses and, and those those things that I really do truly believe are the best practices. Stay healthy, allows you to stay consistent, allows you to build your, your fitness over the long haul. Uh, prevention better than cure. I believe it. It's why I try to eat halfway healthy and I try to make sure I'm getting enough sleep and, and do you know just doing some of those things for my health that benefits my running, but also just benefits my overall health. Yet and this is a little bit embarrassing, but I'm going to, you know, I'll be, I'll be real with y'all yet. I just turned 40 years old uh, a couple of months ago and I have not been to a doctor since my last visit with my pediatrician when I was whatever, a senior in high school, as, as far as like seeing the same doctor multiple times, you know, I've been to a couple of walk-in clinics when I was sick or I needed a physical for work or some, some nonsense like that, but I don't have a doctor patient relationship over the last 22 years, like yet I believe in prevention, not cure yet. I don't go to, to annual doctor's visits. I don't get, you know, any type of preventative screen. I don't, I don't do anything, any blood work, any nothing, no baselines, no nothing. And for the last like three or four or five years, I've been like, gosh, I should probably do that. And I just, you know, for one reason or another, it's, you know, whether it's time or scheduling or the hassle or the cost or, you know, there's a whole host of, of quote unquote, good reasons. I uh, haven't made it happen. And, you know, Talking to Kevin, it's just it's just another one of those reminders. And so many stories that are that are like this, where everything seems like it's going well, and then thankfully find out that that underneath the hood, something's not going as well as one would expect. And then able to to get it treated 
and you know, hopefully going forward, it never rears its ugly head again. But if you don't get it, if you don't, you know, with cancer, of course, especially if you don't catch it early, odds are it can have a lot more problems. The treatment can be a lot more difficult. Potentially, can can take your life far too far too early, right? Like we all know this. I know this. Yet here I am at forty in a couple of months, and still don't have a doctor's appointment on the calendar, and and haven't been to a doctor, and haven't established a doctor relationship, and blah blah blah. So my takeaway is that I need to get on it. <laughs> I need to uh, realize that yes, I'm doing a lot of good things for my health, and a lot of things that will hopefully set me up to have another 40, 50, maybe even 60 years. I don't know if I want 60 years, but that's another conversation for another day. But certainly a, 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 lot, a lot of years left, hopefully healthy years, years to enjoy with Rebecca and, and Addison. And, you know, she has kids someday, you know, being a grandparent, like those are things I want to do. But it might behoove me to uh, check under the hood once in a while. And that might mean that I might need to, you know, find a doctor in town and maybe go, go see said doctor once in a while for some preventative maintenance. So if you're in my boat and you've been putting off some regular visits with the doctor or any other type of, of medical person or, or whatever, any, any of those types of preventative maintenance types of things, maybe, maybe, uh, you can relate and maybe that's helped stand out to you from this episode and maybe not, maybe not. Uh, but that's, that was my takeaway is just, just go, go get checked out, go, go, establish a relationship with a doctor um so that you know you can you can see things and maybe see if trends start to emerge or if things deviate from the baseline whatever the case might be so anyway oh now that you know that i haven't been to a doctor in 20 years what stood out to you what was your takeaway from today's episode if you're willing to share it even if it's as personal as mine or maybe not quite as personal or whatever you know whatever your takeaway is your takeaway is if you're willing to share it, I'd love to hear it at DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. You can also send an email to DizRuns at gmail.com. And of course, you can also slide on over to the show notes for today, which you can get to at DizRuns.com slash 1036. DizRuns.com slash 1036. A couple of photos, links, the whole nine. And down there at the bottom is that comment section, of course. And you can leave your thoughts and feedbacks and takeaways there. Um, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Also, at the show, you know, from the show notes, and you can easily find all the other stuff on the on the website archives. And uh, there's also that link to sign up for the consultation call. If that's something that might work for you or might be helpful for you. Uh, get yourself on the calendar. Happy to give you a call and chat and talk through some things, and hopefully give you some guidance and some some clarity on how to move forward and whatever issues you're dealing with. If you just want to go right straight there, disruns.com/consultation. And uh, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. But if you have any questions, give a shout, and we'll get it get it squared away for you. So with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time and attention. Thanks for taking Kevin and I with you today. Hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you did, hit that share button, spread the word, tell a friend. Always appreciate it. Until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? Later, y'all.